It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, c'est Simon. It's Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. And if it's the first time you're joining the show, my accent is French, straight from Paris. And before I get to your calls and answer your questions, hear your love stories, I want to share with you a quote I found about relationships that I thought is truly right on. Take a listen. It said, No relationship is ever a waste of time. If it didn't bring you what you want, it taught you what you don't want. And I so agree with this because I think we learn how to love each other. We learn what we want from each other one step at a time, one relationship at a time. Some of us will be lucky and find maybe they made the first time. Most of us not. Some after 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, some will do it again. But I really agree. No relationship is ever a waste of time. If it didn't bring you what you want, it taught you what you don't want. And if you have any other questions about your relationships, dial in 855-905-8255. For some reason, you're not sure of something in your relationship. So just call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Nikki. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Nikki. Welcome to The Rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? Okay. Well, I really love your show, so I'm excited. But Thank you so much. Side, <laughs> on the flip side, I'm really upset about my situation. Um, I'm in a long-distance relationship that I've been in for just over a year, mm-hmm. and his communication has become very, very poor. And I've tried to communicate this to him, and it just keeps getting worse and worse. And logically, I feel like I need to break up with him. Emotionally, though, I'm very attached. So I don't know what to do. Okay. Tell me what, when you say I'm very attached, what do you think is the basis of that attachment, the roots? Well, I I love him. I I feel like if we could be together, that it it would be wonderful. But if I try to have a difficult conversation... I, he won't call me back. He won't text me back. And, mm-hmm. you know, I want to talk about it and find out why, what's going on, you know, if, you know, if he still has the same feelings for me or, if, you know, you he's know, always saying he's busy, always busy. So yeah. you have the answer to that, though, in your intuition. What do you think is happening with him? Do you think he's losing interest in your intuition? Well, that's what I'm afraid of. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's a problem of how to say it. It's just there's a side of you which maybe I would say maybe a side that is attached and uh, doesn't want to hear the truth. And the other side who says, the truth is, this man is losing interest for me and it hurts me. Um, And the guy's never going to tell you why. Uh, Just like in the past, maybe you were in a relationship where you lost interest with a guy. You don't want to talk about that. So here's my advice. For now, don't do anything. I don't think seeking the conversation right now that he doesn't want to have will help him or you. He okay. he doesn't want to talk about it because how do you say to somebody, you know what, I love the ooh-la-la, I love some good times, but I don't feel like really talking about anything else. And that's what he's doing. I think you're right. Yeah. I'm afraid so. So I know it's not easy, but give him a couple more weeks. Don't say anything. If nothing changes, if I were you, I would just say bye-bye, au revoir. Okay, Simon. I, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for this advice. All right. Good Thank luck to you. you. Be strong and have a good night. <sighs> okay. Thank you, Simon. Next, I'm going to go to my email. 
someone needs clarification about the meanings of signs at the beginning of a relationship. That is next on The Rendezvous. You have a question for me, but can't dial in? Just email it to me at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what's going on with Jenny and her man? All right, so Jenny says bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jenny. I've been on four dates with a guy that I like a lot. All of the dates have gone really well. He's complimentary, told me each time how well it was going, and we talk about making plans for future dates. We held hands and cuddled a little on our last date, which I initiated, but he reciprocated. But at the end of the date, I just get a hug goodbye. No kiss. I don't have a problem making the first move, but it's just a bit confusing to me. What do you think, Simon? What do I think if after four dates there is still no kiss? I'll tell you that next. If you go on four dates with someone, and yet after four dates, no kiss. A little cuddling, a little talking, a little holding hands, no smoochy doochy. No kissing, no French kiss, nothing. What does it mean? It means there is no chemistry. That's what it means. Because when you have chemistry, you can't wait for the kiss. But when you have no real chemistry, it's like awkward to kiss. So my advice to you, Jenny, is to not date this guy anymore. Go back out there and date somebody that after the first or second date can't wait to kiss you. That is a great sign of chemistry. And without that, you guys are just friends. You calls the new questions are next on the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. You have a wonderful enchanting story of romance you want to share? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Louise. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Louise. Welcome to the rendezvous. You have a romantic story I know you want to share with me tonight. I do. I do. Mm -hmm. um, so I met my uh, boyfriend at a, uh, a job that we both worked at. We'd been together for uh, a few years or so, and then I actually decided to go back to school. Um, I ended up going to school about two hours away from where we met. So mm -hmm. he was still two hours away, and I was living at, at school and going to school there. But we wanted, of course, to be still be together, so we would meet halfway. Um, you know, like a few times a week we'd have lunch or dinner, about halfway between the both of us. So we each would drive about an hour. Um, so one day in particular, um, I think we both had just been missing each other an extra lot that day. We'd been texting and we decided kind of crazily, let's meet in the middle of the day, kind of <laughs> random time of the day. Yeah. And uh, we just met at a, a gas station. We just wanted to see each other and say hi. And we're talking about maybe going to get coffee or something. So uh, when I got to the gas station, we both were very excited to see each other. And he got down on one knee in the gas station and popped out a ring and proposed. That was just very spontaneous, but very sweet. And just we both had really just been like, oh, I, you know, we're so happy. Oh. We know we want to be together forever. And, um, you know, it was just the, the sweetest moment. Yeah, no, I, I can see. I, by the gas station, right? Yeah, at the gas station. I know it doesn't sound sweet, but it really was. <laughs> but it, no, there's, yeah, I mean, romance and, and proposal can happen anywhere, and they're all as good as each other when it comes from the heart. Wonderful. Well, congratulations. Thank you so much for sharing that story. Listen, I got to tell you, I've heard many great love stories. It's the first time I hear somebody getting engaged by a gas station, and so I think that <laughs> makes it also very original. So thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much, <laughs> Louise. Thank you very much, Simon. You have a good night. You too.
<laughs> so, I mean, if proposing in front of a gas station is romantic, and it can be, let me go with you through a list of other locations just for fun, which you'll have to decide if they are romantic or not. Next. What do you think are the worst places to be proposed? I mean, and no judgment passed. I just spoke to Louise who got proposed in front of a gas station and she loved it. I had another caller on the rendezvous who actually proposed in the bathroom. True story. Another one proposed in front of a cemetery. How about that? And now, think yes or no in your mind. How would you feel if it was proposing in your messy kitchen? Out of the blue. Yes? No? How about on the highway? Bored stiff on 405 in California, and he opens you know, the box, and he proposes in front of you know, all the traffic cars. They can all upload, though. They can be part of it. So there's, that, there's fast food restaurants. How would you like to be proposed in a fast food restaurant? I think it'd be fine. Um, and how about this? How about in a roller coaster? You know, when you ah, you want to marry me? <laughs> Something like that. Anyway, let's bring back some romance now. Let me bring back some of the locations I think I would like to propose to a person in my life. Those romantic places are next. What would be your favorite location to be proposed? Let me tell you where I would like to propose to a woman in my life when that happens. It's not Paris, actually. My first choice would be Portofino, Italy. It's a little port just like about two hours south of Milano on the Mediterranean. It's just one of the most romantic places for me. So Portofino and Roma in Italy are just two of my favorites in Europe. Otherwise, in America, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Love it. Santa Fe, New Mexico on the little plaza. You can't beat that. Um, the Grand Canyon. It's just so romantic. I love the Grand Canyon. And then, of course, in France, La Côte d'Azur, the Riviera. And it's called La Riviera because it's like a necklace on the neck of a woman. And at night, the diamond shines. That's why it's called La Riviera, like a Riviera of diamond. So those would be my places. I want to know where you would like to be proposed. So go to my social media, at Rendezvous Radio. And tell me where. You call that next on the rendezvous. Any question in your relationship, call the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Brianna. What's going on? Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. Well, um, <laughs> I'm calling because um, my husband, he is a workaholic. And he's been like that since we dated. But I thought, you know, having kids and as we're getting older, he would slow down. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not. I mean, when I say he's a workaholic, he goes to work and then he comes home and works more in our back garage mm-hmm. and tinkers on cars and all that other stuff. So he doesn't come in the house until two at night. So basically, we pass each other in the morning. Mm-hmm. So it's like boring for me. Of course. It's like, let's do something or, you know, but, but then you get angry when you don't mean to because he finds time to not do that, to do something he likes to do. Like what? Like the garage thing or like, what do you mean? Yeah, like to, like to go to a car show or, you know, I'll say, hey, it's our anniversary. Let's go do this. No, I don't have time to do that. But then if some, there's a car show or if you guys want to do something, he goes and does it. I see. Okay. So uh, when was the last time you talked about that with him? Um, it's been a while because at this point I gave up. <laughs> okay, you gave up. Okay. Uh, how's the romantic life between the two of you, the ooh-la-la? Not good at all. Okay. 
Uh, before I answer the question, why would you want to stay with him forever? Is there a reason? I love him to death. You love him to death. And he's a good guy and he's a good dad. Okay, that's great reasons. Okay, so you, the reason why, I'm going to be brutally honest, um, Brianna, is, is that he's avoiding you at all costs. I agree. All right, so the question is, what is the unspoken? What is he fearing? What is it happening in the years? So I suggest a conversation when you write each on a piece of paper why we want to stay with each other. You know, you can't take it for granted you're here forever without any effort. So I think that Brianna asked him, said, you know, and you can tell him, you talk to me, he said, I, you know, I've talked to Simon from The Rendezvous, and he suggests that we both take an hour of our time and each write on a piece of paper why would we want to stay together, what's working, what's not working. And when he has established his list and you have established your list of things, then you can talk peacefully and find a good compromise. But first, you have to do the homework and write the list, okay? Okay. Does that I'll make sense? It. No, that makes perfectly well sense. All right, Brianna. Thank you so much for calling in. Good luck to you. Thank you, Simon. You are welcome. Bonsoir. My next question for you is key. I just got it from an Instagram DM about yes or no, should you sign a prenup? That's coming up next. You have a question for me, but you can't dial the rendezvous. Just send me a DM with your question at Rendezvous Radio. Trisha, what's going on with Jonah and his girlfriend? All right, so Jonah says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jonah. I'm engaged, and my family is insisting that I get my fiancé to sign a prenup, but uh-huh. she doesn't want to sign it, and she's offended that I would even ask. Honestly, I don't even care about having a prenup at all, but my family is well off, and they want to protect what's theirs to the point where they are threatening to not pay for the wedding if she doesn't sign. I'm caught in the middle, and I don't know what to do. Do you have any advice for me? Ooh, that's a good question. Who should you listen to when it comes to prenup? Your family or the person you're about to be married to? That is coming up next. Say you're about to get married, and you have family wealth. So your family says to you, listen, she has to sign a prenup. That's exactly the email I got from Jonah. He's stuck between his family who wants to protect him and his asset says, make sure she signs a prenup. And his fiance who says, I don't want to sign a prenup. So who should you listen to? you got to listen to your common sense. Meaning that you got to build together with your fiance the prenup. Everybody should be protected. That's a sign of love. So Jonah, tell your fiance that you will not get married until there's a prenup, but you want the prenup to be fair to her, to you. And therefore, instead of like doing it like a, like a secret behind her back, why don't you both have attorneys or family helping you build what's fair? That's a foundation of love. Once this is done, you guys will feel so safe together. You'll never have to talk about it and hopefully never use it. You call the next 855-905-8255. You've been wondering something about your relationship. Now stop wondering and ask me that question. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Kiri. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? Hi. So um, I was dating this guy um, pretty consistently for like almost two months. You know, we saw each other at least a couple times a week and would like text every day and stuff. And then... He stopped texting as much, like there would be days he wouldn't contact me at all. And then, I don't know, it just kind of 
faded to nothing, which was weird because it had seemed like things were going really well. Like I had met his friends and, and I kind of want to reach out and just ask him like, basically like, is this done? Like that was weird. Like is it something I did, but a couple of my friends have been like, no, if he wanted to talk to you, he would and just leave it alone. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just, I don't really know how to handle this. It's just weird and confusing to me. I understand. Um, Carrie, what is your intuition telling you to do? Like, I really want an answer, because even if it's done, because I kind of have the idea that he's not interested, but I would at least like to know, like, that it's over and whatever, but I also kind of feel like, yes, like... I don't know, like, I guess I give him more power if I do reach out, and maybe I should just be like, okay, you don't talk to me, fine, and just not do anything about it. I think the only way, which is to take the high road of distance and silence and never reach out to him again, he can maybe reach yeah. back to you, but I don't want you to reach out. Listen, when somebody doesn't want to talk to you, you can ask them to talk to you. Unless you torture them, they're not going to talk to you. So he's yeah. not going to tell you, hey, I don't like you anymore. Or I like somebody else. So, hey. So I would like you to spend your energy now opening to the universe again to attract people that want to be with you and not people who don't want to be with you, who don't want to communicate with you. Yeah. I feel like that's right. It's just not what I want to hear. Because, like, I actually, like, I still kind of like him and... I kind of want to try to fix things, but... Oh, I hear you. Yeah. Listen, I've been in your shoes, so I totally hear you. But I've learned with my own therapist, the only thing that helps is distance, silence, and opening to the universe in a way that the universe can send us somebody that is interested in us and not wondering all day long why this person I used to be with or we had some mm-hmm. romantic moments in closeness doesn't like me anymore. Because that's his problem, not yours. Yeah. Okay? Okay. Please... Promise me you're not going to call him first. Okay. You promise? Yes. Okay, good. Kerry, thank yeah. you so much for calling. Protect your dignity, protect your self-esteem, stay quiet, distance, frustration, and you'll find somebody wonderful soon. I know it. Hey, thanks. Stay with me. More Rendezvous is next. Thank you so much, and I mean it. Merci beaucoup for listening to The Rendezvous tonight. Thank you for tuning in to my show. We work hard with my team to produce the best show for you every night. We get excited. Uh, my producer, Jill, is on fire, trust me. Always looking out for where I am before the show. This is a little information from having my little tea. You know, she comes and get me. Are you ready, Simon? I am ready. So thank you so much for being ready for us, too, and welcoming us every night. I want to invite you to an experience called La Confession. It's my podcast. Check it out, therendezvousshow.com. La Confession is where the truth always comes out and where you tell me the good, the bad, and the ugly. True story happened to you. You want to share it with me so we can learn from you. Reach out to us, therendezvousshow.com. Thanks again for listening to me. Et bonne nuit. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.